Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the RR Show, the best show on the internet. Today we have for you, freshly prepared, episode 193. Today we're jumping into a little bit of Entitled Parents. We're going to be trying out some other subreddits soon, so some fresh stuff coming in, so make sure you are following the show. If you're really desperate for more stuff, check out our YouTube channel, The RR Show. We've just done a banging video on a leprechaun trap. You will love it. Make sure to go and check that out after you've listened to this. But here we go. We're going to jump in with our first story, so grab your tea and your popcorn. With our first story from Who Asked 4569 Entitled Mother Wants Custody of My Kid in case something happens. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. So the title says it all. My mother decides she wants custody of my child if something were to happen to me. This came up because I told her I was going to move away and to my eight-year friend and now newly boyfriend's house. And him and I have spoken about it due to mental health issues caused by my mother as well as declining physical health. Due to how emotionally unavailable she can be, I do not want my daughter to grow up around her. She doesn't care about my emotions, why would she care about my daughter's? My friend and I have planned that if something happens to me, my daughter is going to go to him. I am a single parent and the biological father has not spoken to me about child support, let alone custody. His mother wants us to co-parent, which I refuse due to him using me as an object to have his way with, so I don't trust him to parent my child. For some backstory and examples of my mother's nature, if you were to hurt yourself, she'd not show any care or kindness. She would simply say instead, Ah, you're fine! If you were upset, she wouldn't bat an eye. She would instead say, Oh, what's wrong now? In an extremely condescending tone that would make you feel like your emotions do not matter. She does not trust her children and has even given me trust issues and PTSD when my uncle lost his medication and she immediately assumed me, the child who doesn't get into trouble but instead takes the blame for my brother's doings as her punishments would be seen as a reason for CPS to take us away. I'm an adult at 21 and she's telling me when I'm freaking out worried for my puking sick two-year-old child, whom I'm the only one who takes care of her, that I don't know how to parent. Another example of her nature is, if you are sick, she would rather you stay home than take you to a doctor for medicine. She's even done this when my daughter was one and had the flu along with her mum. She, however, took my brother to the doctors because it affected his learning. She would also force us to clean, despite how dangerous it would be and how badly it would scare us. Like, for example, when I was little, she would force me to clean a ledge 15 feet high when I was six, 
despite me shaking horrified of falling down. She would not watch as I did this, she'd sit down across the room to supervise, while I had a panic attack afraid to fall. She would even scream at me and pick me up, putting me on the ledge by force if I refused. I honestly don't know how to approach this situation as it is, and I'm looking for a different view on the topic. I want to put my daughter with someone I trust, but my mother makes a point of my daughter being taken by the biological father. I'm worried she's right, but I'm afraid of my daughter growing up in the same hell I grew up in. Sorry if this story's a little bit jumbled, I have memory problems, so I typed it as it came up. Our next story is in from Ginger Power 18. My entitled mother told my husband he's used to being accommodated because he's disabled and that he caused my depression. I was unfortunately raised by the type of entitled parent who would take me and my sister shopping for hours, then take us through a drive-thru once we were exhausted and hungry, and get herself a coffee but nothing for us. I need my afternoon coffee. The kids don't always get something when the family goes through a drive-thru. She uh, was a special kind of entitled, and I'm pretty certain she has several undiagnosed personality disorders. Anyways, I knew my husband since junior high, but we didn't become close until we were adults. He has a rare genetic condition that limits his mobility primarily. He's in a wheelchair, but he can walk somewhat, and when we started dating, he had much more mobility than he does now. Of course, my parents went through their own emotional roller coaster about me being serious with someone with a disability, but eventually came to terms with it and became major fans of my now husband. They always were doting on him, telling their friends how wonderful he was and heaping on the pressure for us to get engaged. Fast forward to our married life. Unfortunately, since my husband can't work and relies on SSI, I was the sole income earner. But the SSA regulated my income, touting that if I made too much money, he didn't deserve or need their help anymore. So the federal government pushed us below the federal poverty level with their restrictions on how much income I could bring in. And at the beginning of our marriage, I didn't have a lot of resources on getting help caregiving for my husband, as all of that is new. So my already chronic major depressive disorder went from bad to worse, and I went to the hospital in September of 2019. We ended up getting home health aid for my hub uh, by sometime in 2019. But all the stress of the poverty and the difficult first year of marriage had taken its toll on my mental health. Not to mention that my hub's home health aides were a revolving door in the home. In 2020, we got a good aid and then guess what? Covid happened, so everything locked down. We continued our financial struggle, but we were making life work. Although I had another major depressive episode in the fall of 2020, I managed to stay out of the hospital, thanks to the help of my support system, my family at the time. While my husband was a beacon of hope and sunshine in my life, my mother was a constant stream of negativity, criticism, and manipulation. When she wasn't trying to control me or criticize me, she was talking about things that I had no interest in and had no social awareness to pick up the cues that I was not interested in what she was talking about. In our conversations, she had started to speak negatively about my husband on a regular basis, and I was getting frustrated. She would say little things like, 
he isn't leading you as your spouse, or he needs to support you more in your depression. And I didn't like the way she was talking about him. Naturally, I would talk to my hub about the things she said, as I was frustrated, and he started to feel resentment towards her. By the time Christmas was coming around, I told my parents that they needed to come over and resolve things, or we weren't coming to Christmas morning. So my parents waltzed into my living room and made themselves comfortable for what would turn out to be the fight of a lifetime. I started out explaining that my mum had been making several negative comments consistently about my husband, and we wanted to talk about them and work them out. I said we were upset by the things she'd been saying, and that we did not want her to speak that way about him. Instead of responding to the comments that we had made, she went on a long speech about my husband. She said that he caused my depression, which had gotten worse since we'd gotten married, and that he was used to being accommodated because he was disabled. She said that he wasn't the spiritual leader of our family and that she was worried about our marriage. She continued on and on, but after she had said the worst of her speech, my husband became furious, understandably, and went into the other room. He had been faithful and supportive of me in my episodes of depression in the last few years, and he had given me a lot of stability and comfort in those difficult times that I was going through. But my mother can't see any of that. How can we work anything out if he's going to walk away? My parents exclaimed. We were trying to express to you the ways that you hurt him, and you didn't listen or apologize. You went on a complete tangent where you said even more terrible things about him. I cried in his defense. Well, I just want you two to have a good marriage, and I just want to know that he's doing everything he can to support you in your depression, my mother wailed. He's been my rock in these hard times. He is the reason I haven't given up. It's not right for you to say these things to him. I know my husband. If you don't apologize and say exactly what I tell you to say, I know he will never speak to you again. My mother was terrified. So I told her the exact words to say and told her to say nothing else. I went in the other room to get my husband. He was so angry. I had to convince him to give her a second chance. He was yelling and he's a calm guy. But he came out and she said what I told her and that was that. They made up well enough. But from then on, my husband hated my mother. By March 2021, both my parents denied she said any of those things. Like, literally denied. She actually said, I never said he caused your depression. It was bizarro gaslighting. And that's when I knew I could never trust my mother again. So I didn't. We started to do less and less with them over the year. We still went to the obligatory family functions, but they were so stressful. My mum wanted everything just so. We had to be the perfect family to make up for what we weren't when we were growing up and what she hadn't had in her childhood. And then, my friends started suggesting I do less with my family. So I decided to cut my parents out. And then the hellstorm started. My one sister told me that I was morally obligated to have a relationship with my parents forever because they raised me. I was like, nope, none of that, thanks. So my sisters were always fighting me to come back to my parents. That was stressful. I went all the way until July 2022 without seeing my parents at all. And then I saw them at my cousin's wedding. 21 to 22 had been a rough year for us. My herb had declined in health and had had major mobility losses. 
He was no longer able to self-feed or toilets, get in and out of bed or open doors, in addition to the other things he'd been unable to do before that. It was a lot of grief for him and for me as well. When we were on the trip in July, my parents had a conversation with me that I found rather disturbing. Would you ever consider putting your husband in a care facility? It seems like there's so much pressure on you. Things are challenging right now because there aren't any aides to pick up all the hours he's eligible for, and we could use more help. But we have things working right now. I wouldn't want to put him in a facility unless I had no other option, especially since a Medicaid facility would not take good care of him. But we had one friend who put our husband in a facility, my dad said. And when she did, she would always go and visit him every day. Honestly, I was kind of relieved when she put him in the facility because I felt like she got her life back. I couldn't believe that they had suggested putting him into a facility. At the time, I couldn't piece together the insensity of their suggestions. But after speaking to my mother-in-law about it, I realized that even in the best-case scenario, they were giving my husband zero consideration. They'd volunteered in nursing homes, and my mother had made pleas to us when I lived at home not to put her into a nursing home. And yet, they thought it was perfectly acceptable to put my husband in a facility when we had wonderful care accommodations for him at home. I really believe that my mum is ableist. Some of my other relatives remember her making comments when we were engaged about how I needed to entertain him because he couldn't be helpful. My husband now has a hernia and has to have surgery, even though surgery is very dangerous for him because of his condition. She offered to sit with me during the surgery. But for some reason, I feel that it's less about us and more about what she wants. Either having a relationship with me again, or looking like the devoted mother at her son-in-law's surgery, being supportive. My whole family talks about how she's changed because of the 12-step program she's in. Could have fooled me. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This next story is in from Need Help PP Math. Parents feel entitled to choose who I can date or not. I, 27 female, and my boyfriend, 22 male, have been together for six months now. But before then, we were friends for a long while. He was at an exchange program at my university and we just hit it off. He's basically my best friend. I can talk to him about anything and I feel incredibly safe and protected by him. My parents are Muslims, mum is Asian and dad is Arab. The thing is, he's a recent convert. He converted before we met actually, so it was entirely his decision. So chances of my parents being against him is 150% triple plus. Just the other day, my aunt asked me if I was seeing anyone. I didn't tell her that I was dating or anything of the sort, just that I had a friend I liked. She asked for a picture. I shared it with her. I said I liked him and he likes me, but he's a convert and younger than me. She asked, which religion is he from? I said that his parents are Buddhist. I never mentioned his race to her either. She said he was cute, but she's against it because of the age difference. 
I am supposed to be the younger one in the relationship. A few days later, while going on a hellish long drive with my mum, she started bringing up topics about women who marry recent converts being cursed, that their children will be handicapped, their husbands will cheat on them eventually, and that the guys are only converting because of the girls, not for themselves. So the guys will revert back to whatever their original religion was. She kept asking to see my phone and see if I was going out with anyone, kept accusing me of keeping secrets from her. She proceeded to tell me that my dad dreamt of me being in a bathtub with a black Nigerian man with horns and having my back turned on my parents in my dreams. The year before, my dad dreamt I was naked in a hot tub with some ugly fat guy. I don't fucking know. So now my dad is crying because he thinks that the devil has won and made me stray from the path. I was looking for something on my mum's phone, a video. I scrolled down and there it was. My boyfriend's picture in her phone, sent by my aunt. I felt betrayed, but I kept quiet. I wanted to see where this was going. Today, my mum told me that she dreamt of a Chinese man wearing all red, bowing before her and bobbing his head. This is so racist, I don't even know what to say anymore. She asked me again, much more sternly this time, am I seeing anyone? I said I liked someone. She asked if he had slanted eyes, which is racist Asian mum language for, is he Chinese? I said yes. How long have you known him? Two years. You've been keeping quiet. I told you I need to screen every single one of your boyfriends. I don't like this guy. He's a convert, has slanted eyes, and is a lot younger than you. It will never work out. I don't approve of him. No wonder your father's been crying. He was right. She wants me to be with someone of similar age, or he needs to be older than me. Comes from a line of Muslims, is an original Muslim, and is religious. And no Buddhist Chinese because they hate Muslims and will do whatever it takes to stray Muslims from the right path. My heart just broke. I don't know, deep down, I wanted them to be okay with this. I feel betrayed by my aunt. I feel like I'm being trapped by my parents. It's gotten to the point where I might just wait till everyone dies before I date openly. I love being with him, but I think he deserves better. I'm fine with being single. I'll be sad, sure but at least I won't make my parents cry over it. I hate making them sad or disappointing them. I can't move out because, in Islam, it's illegal for a woman to live on her own. I also can't just elope or marry my boyfriend if we choose to do so because I need the blessings from my parents in order to get married. I'm sorry, my mind is a mess right now. I really don't know how to deal with this situation. This is mainly why I never introduced them to my other boyfriends because deep down, I knew they'd never accept who I was. So this is pretty disheartening. I'll probably never look for a relationship ever again if this is how the outcome will always be. It's put me off completely. I care about them a lot and I don't want to make them sad. But on the other hand, if I do marry someone they'll approve of, I'm gonna be honest, it would probably be just for them. I'd probably silently resent my future husband for this, and it's not fair. I'll be sad if I marry someone they approve. I can't choose who I like. They'll be sad if I marry someone they don't approve. Feels like the best ways to just not get married, to be honest. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another fantastic episode. We've got some more subreddits coming in. Uh, we've got some new episodes coming, so make sure you follow along. And in the meantime, if you're bored, go check out our YouTube channel, The RR Show. We've dropped some absolutely incredible videos over there. Be sure to go check them out. Drop us a sub while you're there, too. Until the next one, guys, peace out. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.